Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hour number three, it's 2.07. Chad Hartman back here with you on News Talk 830 WCCO. Another story on homelessness. And encampments in the news the last few days. I'm going to look at this Star Tribune story and lead into our guest, Emily Bastion, who's the vice president of ending homelessness with Aviva. We'll talk about Aviva when we bring Emily into the conversation. Minneapolis uh, postponed clearing a longstanding homeless encampment. City spokesman cited concerns of people defending the site would react violently. In a statement, it was clear to us there was an intention to have a violent confrontation with city staff over this encampment. As a result, and in keeping with the city's commitment to de-escalate, the closure has been postponed. Hennepin County estimates there are 10 people at the site, but camp residents said Wednesday it is between 15 and 20. Michelle Gross, who's outspoken on a number of issues involving homeless encampments and the police. Michelle Gross, president of Communities United Against Police Brutality, said she appreciates the delay, hopes it's permanent, but disagrees with the assessment that supporters were going to act violently. People went there with a clear intention of assisting people being evicted. If the city thinks that's a violent response, they're quite wrong. So, This number, as we said, is somewhere between 10 and 20. Encampments have been popping up more and more across the country, including in the state of Minnesota. And it brings to mind, what do you do? How long do you allow them to exist? Do we have options? Um, What is taking place within the encampments? The number of other homeless individuals who are out there. And that's why Emily is on the show again. Emily Bastian, Vice President of ending homelessness with Avivo. Emily's on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Emily, thanks for coming on. Why don't you start and tell people about your organization, and then we'll uh, we'll dive into this important topic. Absolutely. Well, thank you for reaching out to me today. Um, as you said, I'm the Vice President of Ending Homelessness at Avivo. And Avivo is an organization that has been around since um, 1960 providing employment and career training, chemical health, mental health, and ending homelessness services in our community. Where where do you stand on the increase in encampments 
And where do you think that this is going to go in the next few years? Yeah, well, absolutely, um, Avivo and and I uh, disagree that individuals should be living in encampments. Encampments are not safe. Encampments are uh, not the quality of of life that um, that I would like our our community members to be experiencing. And there is a lot more visibility to encampments and increasing numbers of encampments in our community. Um, it's a very you know, complicated conversation around how we got to this point. And uh, it is about services for people and housing for people so that they have a option to not be in an encampment. So when we talk about homelessness in Minnesota, and I know this is a longer answer, so please give me more of that. Can you say this? Are we getting better finding places for individuals who don't have a home right now so we're better in that area, or sadly, are we worse than, we were, than we've been in the last few years? And that's why we are seeing the encampments pop up in the way they are in this state, and certainly not just this state, but also across the country. Yeah, you know, I would say, um, I, would, I would answer this question and say both of those are correct. We are absolutely getting better. We have created a lot of new housing options and uh, services for individuals experiencing homelessness. And so in that way, we are absolutely getting better and our population is growing. Um, the uh, housing market is uh, increasingly challenging and the trauma that it, people have experienced is continuing to grow. So I would say that it is a both and answer. Um, and, you know, one of the best analogies that I can use, I heard um, a couple of days ago, really that um, housing is similar to playing a game of musical chairs. No matter how good you are, inevitably, if a chair is taken away, there are people left without a chair. So we're going to have an event on this station in the next few weeks about food scarcity and hunger. And the line that I say an awful lot is unlike a lot of illnesses, we have the food out there. We just have to figure out a way in an efficient way to find these individuals who have been battling this for a long time or unexpected events happen and get them food. And I'm saddened that the food is out there and we can't get it to them. This to me seems like another issue and it's an enormous issue where we should have the availability uh, of locations. So in the bitter cold that we just experienced in the last few days, or I don't care if you're in Phoenix in, in, in the winter, that we have it. How short are we approximately? You know, I know you don't have the precise numbers, but how short are we that we just don't have places for individuals to go, and thus the encampments keep popping up. Yeah, so the way I will answer that is to speak a little bit about what we are doing at Avivo um, with Avivo Village. We have a 100-unit low-barrier shelter that we opened at the end of 2020 in direct response to the need of individuals that were sleeping outside. And we could easily 
uh, operate another two or three, maybe more, of Evil Villages in uh, Minneapolis or Hennepin County alone with the number of adults that are currently sleeping in, in an unsafe uh, situation outdoors. Emily Bastian is with us. We're talking homelessness. She's an excellent guest on this topic, Vice President of Ending Homelessness with Avivo. And she's on the John Schuster Colo Banker Hotline. I want you to react to what Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, has offered up in the last uh, six weeks or so. He announced that city officials can now hospitalize people who pose a risk of harm to themselves, even if they are not an imminent threat to the public. This has always been an interesting fine line for individuals who battle homelessness. They could be family members. They can be others who you work with on who you're allowed to hospitalize. Where do you and Avivo stand on this particular move by New York City? And do you think it would make sense here in Minnesota? I don't think that it would make sense in Minnesota the way that it has or is being talked about being done in New York City. We have a uh, shortage of housing stock that is not the fault of individuals who are experiencing homelessness. We have a uh, we have a, dis- a disparity, a racial disparity in our community, which is not a fault of the people experiencing homelessness. We know that trauma is a cause of Homelessness, trauma also is a result of homelessness. Again, not the fault of someone experiencing homelessness. Taking away an individual's autonomy is not the appropriate way to treat our neighbors and to address the needs that our community is experiencing. But we do have individuals who are homeless, who are battling significant mental health issues not everybody and it is cruel and a false generalization when all at times are characterized that way what is the way though to deal with those who don't have a home and who are dealing with significant mental health issues and need that help are are are, are we are we losing right now that part of this battle There are many individuals outside who have mental health concerns, who have substance use concerns, and many who don't. There are many folks sleeping outside right now who have full-time jobs. And so I do think that that is a complicated question, a complicated dialogue. Uh, We absolutely need additional resources and hospital beds for those who need and genuinely do need those services and supports. And we need to make sure that we are not overgeneralizing and thinking that uh, there's a larger group out there than there really is in in need. Emily, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. We'll uh, reach out again uh, because, the, sadly, as you know, because you live at Everyday Work, the topic and the issue is not going away. Correct. Thank you. Uh, I want to stay with this, and I want to get you involved, the listeners. You can text in right now, 651-461-9226. I don't think we come close to talking about this. I don't hear enough about this from politicians. We, We know we have organizations like Avivo, and we need those places. 
I don't think the public speaks out as much as as they should about this. Think about food. Let's get Conger, this radio station, Second Harvest Heartland. Uh, the profile, those who deal with uncertainty about food. Again, it's sad that the amount of food that we have, the amount of food that we throw away, and that we still have so many people who wake up hungry or miss out on meals. That receives to be way more attention. And I'm not trying to downplay that. Way more attention than homelessness because some of the folks who are out there have lost connections with families or some folks don't want to be, some folks don't know as many people involved and we look the other way. Trust me, I tell you all the time we look the other way with individuals in this country with intellectual disabilities. It infuriates me and and, and my eyes have been opened so wide because of my son, Quinton. That's another issue where we don't advocate enough. This is also one. What should happen? Do you see hope where this is going to receive a higher profile? Because like we talk about with food, that also could be you. And you say, no chance. Look at all these stories. And yes, there's some folks who have been battling mental health their whole life. There are those who... Their lives change at different points because of mental health. Others who just don't have the money, can't afford, lost their jobs, inflation. It could be a lot of people listening right now. What do you want to say about this? React to what Emily had to say, what I've said so far. Dave's going to chime when we come back. This is an important issue that we should talk about more. I'll put that on me. I want us to talk about it more and try to be advocates in raising the profile and getting good guests on to try to understand this a little bit more. 651-461-9226. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly 